When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um, you're not Don. It stands uh, But it's Don. not. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Hey everyone, welcome to ENN. On TV. Ray Rowe. I'd like to start off tonight, if I can, by saying good evening to Michael. Peter the Stud. And I'd also like to say good evening to Don. Flem has now emerged, which is always good. <laughs> you know, I was, I'm going to be in the studio tomorrow making everybody happy. And I, I told Don to stay away. Yep. I don't need to get sick. Let me stay home. I flush it. Uh, I was excited to see so was everyone. I, to have all three of us together. Well, listen, listen. He needs to take care of himself. No, it's doing well. We're well. <laughs> he, we need him to. to, to, to all right, well. fine, you. Uh, good evening to myself, Peter the God. Good evening to a caller. Just to get AKA. <laughs> and to the other caller. Hey, Michael and Don and uh, our good friend, Mr. Um, right, anyway, thanks for the call. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, good evening. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think it could be nether region bound. Let's say good evening to Aaron Boone. You're unbelievable. And that, you know, is going to the nether region. Don, that's playing. Yes. Playing. Because that's that's one of those context drops. Like him saying you're unbelievable is not the funniest thing ever, but when you think about the deep disdain that oh, he yeah. had for Michael in that moment, it lives on forever. It's like one of those phrases that if a phrase could kill you, he wanted to kill me then. Let's let's go back to our interview with Aaron Boone. <laughs> well, first of all, Richard, stop yelling at me. <laughs> let's hear Aaron getting upset with Michael's uh, Marinaccio question. Yesterday, when you were talking to the media in Houston, and you said it was a really tough decision on Marinaccio. Well, mm-hmm. even if he's 95%, isn't it worth having him on the rock? He's so good, especially against lefties. He's not 95%, Michael. But you said that he might join the team if somebody got hurt in this series, so he's got to be close, right? Yeah, but I don't know where you came up with 95%. Well, I, I, I just pulled just that out of the accurate. air. But, but Okay, but I'm yeah, thinking... You did. Okay, okay, it's inaccurate, but I'm saying that you said if somebody got injured, he could be, be plugged in, so he can't be that far away. Right. Correct. He could be plugged in. Yes. Just like if somebody gets injured, I could go to DJ, but he's compromised as well. We feel like they're not necessarily in a position where it's a risky thing where they're going to hurt themselves more necessarily, but they're not what they are. But don't you have to weigh if he's better than some of the people you have in the bullpen? Exactly what we did. Weighed it all the whole post game and the whole flight. Weighed it all. Took everyone's input and made what we thought was the best decision for a team that's, you know, outside Alvarez and Tucker full of right-handed hitters. It's a team that you want to have plenty of right-handed firepower down there, whereas Marinaccio can definitely get righties out, but more of that lefty guy. 
Wow. wow. He really did not like you. <laughs> See, it's funny because a lot of people like the interview that we did. I loved it. But, you know, they're, they're getting hung up on the 95, all right? I just used a number when he said yesterday that it was the toughest decision. They almost put him on the roster. So I started, uh, it, it had to be close, right? Because if it's a tough decision, he must be very close to being able to play. So I pulled 95. Right. Out of the air. That's what he took exception to, rather than the fact, why not take Marinaccio at 80% over Castro or Schmidt or things like that? Right. So it was, it, I'm sorry I even used 95 because it gave him cover. That's right. what he was angry about, rather than why not go with Marinaccio? You gave him a tool. Right. To be able to get out. Right. And that I, I'm, I'm really upset at myself. So give him credit for finding it. That's what he does. He's he's no listen. They don't give these jobs to chimps, guys. Aaron Boone, let me tell you something. That guy knows what he's doing. Okay, he's not going to get outsmarted by Michael K. <laughs> uh, let's hear from Boone. Uh, annoyed with Michael again this time about Carpenter. <laughs> he hasn't played in two months, and then he faces Justin Verlander. I mean, are we really expecting him to do anything significant? I mean, he hasn't faced major league pitching in the longest time. Well. <laughs> You're unbelievable. How am I unbelievable? Um, How's that an unfair question? He's a great hitter. So we feel like he gives us a chance to impact the game. And yes, it's not perfect because he hasn't played. There's a lot that's not perfect about this time of year, about players that are dealing with injuries or getting back. But you're trying to find a way with guys that are legit. And Matt Carpenter is a great hitter. He's had a lot of live looks. He's healthy. And we're trying to find scrape some offense where we can and you know if you're questioning the decision to put carpenter in there then i don't know what to tell you wow yeah that's uh manny killing contentious but i i here's here's the deal with coaches and even players and i can understand where it's coming from where you're being questioned by somebody that doesn't know as much as you do but we ask questions because we don't know but when you ask a question and you're suggesting that the wrong move was made, they're going to get irritated. So I can say, why Carpenter? Okay, he'll give you a reason why Carpenter. You so, said it as a way of like, why Carpenter? He hasn't played in two months. And, and, like, and just, just think about what they did, Don. They moved heaven and earth to get him in the lineup yesterday. They put Stanton out in left field. They took Cabrera out of the lineup. Oh, I agree with you. So all I'm saying is, isn't it unfair? I know Matt Carpenter is a real good player. He hasn't played in two and a half months, and you're putting him in against Verlander, and you're expecting a, a good result. Well, I think if he gave you a good result, you should be shocked. So I, I didn't think he would strike out four times because he is a good. But also, let, let's pump the brakes. He's a great hitter. Couldn't get a job in April. The Yankees took a flyer on him because he was in the Texas Ranger organization. And they, you know what? It was a brilliant stroke by them. And he helped them get off to the record-setting right. start that they did. But for two years, he couldn't get out of right. his own way. And I guess what Boone's saying in his tone, Michael, is you don't think I know that? He said That's everything you was got factored out of in. Yeah, that we factor everything in, and they still felt it was worth it. I'm, well, I'm I guess the you. results would tell you it wasn't. We should have the right to question and have opinion i mean i may not be aaron boom but i've watched a lot of baseball you've you basically called every game the guys managed without with the exception of maybe a handful that weren't on yes 
right? So you certainly know what you're talking about, but when you challenge somebody that went over all the pieces of information and suggests that they didn't use that piece or ignored that piece, I guess I can understand them getting insulted. By the way, guys, let me take a moment real quick to give a shout-out to our guy, uh, Kevin Harvey from Brooklyn, who walked away with $1,000 and two VIP tickets to the hottest event in New York. You know what I'm talking about, guys. K-Show 20th anniversary going down November. was able to answer the question from the A-Rod interview, and yeah, got a thousand bucks plus VIP tickets. And remember, you can get your tickets at kshow20.com. That's kshow20.com. Very exciting. We're giving away a lot in this celebration. I just love it. I thought normally for anniversary, people... People give you presents normally for an Well, I'm expecting people We're to bring giving presents. Them presents. Uh, they should bring presents to the Palladium, don't you think? What? I mean, oh, well, if it was it's me, our I'd anniversary. Send it to the wrong place. You, yeah, you come in with gifts for us, bearing gifts. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but usually don't charge people. Yeah, well, hold part. on. How that's, about the ones who get the freebie tickets? No, the VIPs. Don't feel obligated. They should bring a gift. That, that's true, Michael. If they're VIP, it's the very least they could do. Mm-hmm. I have great admiration for your gift. Oh, that's too soon. No, we have to. Where is Morris? Can we can we finally have him at the anniversary? Wouldn't that be amazing if he just Oh, to up? see him just come back like Lazarus? Oh, my God, Anthony. It would be straight out of like an episode, a, a big return. It was like when John Cena came back at the Royal Rumble at Madison Square Garden. Or like the, the episode of Dallas where, you know, it was all a dream with Bobby. I oh, dated so myself just then. It was like finding out Bob Trainer was still alive. <laughs> Um, All right. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S A V E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Uh, let's hear from Jessica Mendoza, who was Please. on with Barton Hahn earlier, talking about the Yankees' batting approach. I think it's the approach for some of their hitters. Like, if it's Judge, it's Stanton, you're striking out, like, a ton, but then you know that the power's there. You have to have the dudes that literally know how to choke up. And right now, that's Anthony Rizzo. I mean, he hit a home run, like, two strikes, two outs, because he was literally trying to put the ball in play. And as the saying goes, that's when good things happen. Right. And for Rizzo, like, he understands that. We've seen him get hits. But he's the only dude in that lineup that I see right now that understands that concept of even choking up, like, not physically, but just literally, like, how do I minimize the amount of swing that I have right now. Like, literally barreled a ball. And let's put some pressure on the defense. I, I, I'm, I, is Jessica trying to say that Aaron Judge should change his approach? Like, to, to choke up? That's what it sounded like. What, 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 what am I misunderstanding there? Nothing. Anthony, what, what, what is Jessica saying? Well, I think she's saying that Judge and Stanton have the ability to have that approach. But if the rest of the lineup has that approach when they can't hit as many home runs as Judge and Stanton, that's a problem. Gotcha. She said too many okay. Yankees have the home run or nothing approach. That's how they're built, though. Yeah. Well, Jessica did go on, good news, to say that the Yankees have an advantage tonight. 
I do think, though, advantage Yankees in game two. And the biggest reason is, is the only time that they're going to face a left-handed pitcher. I mean, you got Framber Valdez on the mound for the Astros. And you look at this right-handed lineup. I mean, I think about Josh Donaldson. This is the one that sticks out to me. Huge. I mean, the guy that's hitting after Stanton, hitting after all those big hitters. And he's one for 17. I mean, he is absolutely struggled. He's had four games with two or more strikeouts in this postseason alone. And, and that's a bat against a lefty that I think he starts to maybe see it a little bit better. And a lot of these righties, I think, are going to be able to put the ball in play more in this game than any other starter that they'll face. I think she's right. This is a good opportunity for Donaldson, and I would have had him in the lineup. A lot of Yankee fans think he should be benched because everybody's reactionary, and he had a bad game last night, left runners on base. He's great defensively, and you take a chance with him. I think that was the move. Um, let's move on. Let's talk a little NBA. Uh, let's go. Let's see what our Bing dear, let's see what our dear friend Stephen A. had to say about the Knicks opener. I was very, very mm. pleased with what I saw from the New York Knicks last night. I saw fight. I saw guts. I saw point guard leadership by Jalen Brunson. <laughs> Made some key plays down the stretch, key shots, key passes. Drew a good offensive foul against John ja Morant with that spectacular play that he put in the mix. I mean, damn, if R.J. Barrett had showed up offensively, the new $100 million man, they had won this game. Julius Randle, 24 and 11. I mean, this brother was balling last night. Got to give credit where credit is due. Cam Reddish, mm-hmm. there was a Cam Reddish side Hit a couple of big time threes. Showed up, hit some good shots. Airball three at the end there wasn't good, but that's about it. Other than that, he played well, and I was proud of Thibodeau peeling him off the bench and putting him in there because I believe in Cam Reddish's talent. Give, put him on the floor, give him an opportunity to play, let him know that he's gonna play, and I think you'll see even bigger things from him. I like how Reddish played yesterday, but when Grimes is healthy, how do you fit Reddish in? I mean, Thibodeau has to find a spot. Well, it's hard. He has a certain rotation that he plays, usually eight guys, nine maybe. How do you fit Reddish in? They love Grimes. But Reddish played very, very well. That is a big play. That is a uh, that is a positive. Um, Stephen A. feels strongly about this Knicks team, thinks they could be a playoff team. The New York Knicks grinded, fought. And if the New York Knicks play like that all season long, I'm here to tell you. I don't know I ain't going to jinx it by going to the Garden because I swore I wasn't going to go to the Garden. And I'm not going to jinx it. But I will be rooting for them every game. And I'm going to tell you something else right now. Not only will I be rooting for them, I'm telling you right now, if that New York Knicks team that lost to the Memphis Grizzlies last night show up all season, they go into the playoffs if they play like that. I'm very proud of the Knicks today. That guts, that grind. Yeah. Them hardcore rough rider, that kind of ball. They played like that last night. They didn't wilt beneath the pressure. That tsunami that was John Moran was bringing down upon them. They did not fold. Mm-hmm. I give them credit for that. Okay. I'm very, I was very pleased with the Knicks. Shockingly so, even in a loss. I had nothing negative to say about them this morning. Uh, I love Stephen A. One game. Well, he said if they play like that every game, they'll make the playoffs. Okay. I, mean, I, I, I get it, but it's one game. Let's. There was another game, uh, this one in Brooklyn, and it was that was hor- not a one game. Good. It was a horrifying game for Ben. The- the Brooklyn Nets. Let's hear from Ben Simmons on his big Nets debut. I think I was just too excited, honestly. But it was just great to be out there. You know, as a first game, obviously you want to win, but we know the reasons we lost. There's there multiple reasons we lost, and um, those are things we can fix. You know, we know that's not us as a team. I think, you know, there's a lot of jitters out there early on, but it was good to get that one out of the way. It was ugly. Uh, four points, five rebounds, and a foul out for your guy. Ben Simmons. 
Kyrie was pretty good. KD was pretty good, but in the end, 130 to 108, they get beat down. Zion played 30 minutes. Of course, Zion Williamson back now after missing a lot of time with first a foot problem, then weight issues. Let's hear from Zion Williamson. I kept looking at T's phone like, look how God worked. It's crazy. Uh, the album Ready to Die changed my life. Now we in BK. And when they was doing the national anthem, just kind of looked up at the flag. Then I said, oh, they got a big poster up there. Can't go outside now. Just simply playing the game I love. And I didn't get to play for a long time. Just it was a breath of fresh air. I, I already loved Zion Williamson. You guys know how big a fraud I am. I With yes. all my Duke hatred, right. I rooted for the man. Loved him. And if he could stay healthy, that could be a that could be a fun team out west. You know what? You don't have to feel that badly, Peter. Okay. He, he probably only went to one semester of classes at Duke. Don't that's worry. A, that's what I'm saying. He's yeah. barely a dookie. Barely a dookie. But I already loved the guy, and then he tells me he's a kid. He says that the Ready to Die album by Biggie. That, that's that's good stuff to hear from someone Zion's age. I'm very impressed by that. You know, Don, that would be like someone telling you. You know, a 22-year-old telling you that, you know, Pantera's big album changed their life. That's somebody telling me. that That's how old is Zion? What, 24? Tops. Tops. Maybe right. even younger. A 23-year-old coming up to me and saying the Kill 'Em All is their favorite Metallica album. 22, Don. He's 22. Well, 20, a 22-year-old. He was born. Let me be clear. He was born three years after Biggie died. That That is some. That's a 22-year-old coming up to Don LeGrecken saying that. Die by the Sword by Slayer is their favorite album. Or Thrash Vomit is their favorite group. <laughs> There's no such fan. Wait, wait, wait. When did when did Thrash Vomit get invented? I just I always thought that that was a big metal I, band that Dom. I would lose respect for that twenty two year old who said my favorite band is Thrash Vomit. <laughs> Hostile Rage, Torment, Blood Feast. Now, l- really, let's be honest with each other. Hostile Rage is the name of a band. Why That's wouldn't right. Thrash Vomit be one? <laughs> Well, because who wants to promote vomit? Hostile rage. <laughs> but you, you promote, you, you're pro- promoting hostile rage. That's fine. Yes, because it's when you play that kind of like heavy thrash death metal music, it's aggressive. <sighs> so thrash that, that throw makes up. you thrash vomit. Have I missed that you've been saying thrash vomit for years? I haven't been saying. I just said it one other it. time before. Oh, I, I love said it. thrash vomit? Yes. I'm so clever. I, I barely a dookie. Let's. <laughs> Let's hear from um, Mr. Thomas Brady on his future in the NFL. No retirement in my future. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. You know why? The only impediment to him playing until he was 50 was his marriage, and it doesn't seem like it's going to survive. So once there's no marriage, he's going to play until his body falls apart. It's like like, an officer and a gentleman. I've got nowhere else to go. Beautiful scene. You like that? That's all. Ah, it went over gear. a lot of people's heads, but you know what? There's YouTube. There's IMDb. Enjoy. Did you guys? Uh, last thing here. Did you guys hear about uh, Paolo Banchero's debut for Orlando? No. Tell us. Another dookie. Twenty-five points, five rebounds, five assists. I'm sorry, twenty-seven points, and he becomes the first since LeBron James to get at least twenty-five, five and five in his debut. I believe it's three all time. I think it's Magic, LeBron, and Paolo Banchero. Barely Isn't a dookie. Banchero. You, you don't pronounce the H? I don't think you do. Get the listen, H out of here. Listen, how, how, much, how much do I really care about how you pronounce a Dookie's name? <laughs> well, you that'll, brought it up on ENN. That's a good point. That'll do it for ENN on this Thursday, October 20th. What a show. 
Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.